0: Welcome to the Magnum Report. I'm your host Mark Magnum. Today is SummerSlam prediction show and all my thoughts and what I think is going to happen on SummerSlam. Let's get right into it. We're going to start off with the Slim Jim Battle Royal at SummerSlam and there's uh, I think that a choice for this one's pretty obvious but there are other names in this one. You've got Santos Escobar, you've got AJ Styles, Karrion Cross, a bunch of different names in this one that could possibly win this one but currently with the momentum and I just did a podcast just last week talking about LA Knight and was he too old and all that. And, and and if you watch that one, please watch that one back. I'll make sure to put a link in the description and actually put it at the end of this video. So you guys can go back and watch that. But if you watch that, you know, my thoughts on that. So my thoughts simple, I think LA Knight's going to win this one. Could, you know, Santos Escobar, because he's about to have a shot at the United States title. Is this the way to keep, you know, heating him up? Possibly, but I think LA Knight's going to win that match. But our next match we go into is going to be the MMA rules match, and that's going to be Ronda Rousey versus Shayna Baszler. There's rumors going around right now that this could possibly be Ronda Rousey's last match. So, I mean, I'm thinking that, you know, Shayna Baszler's going to win this one pretty, not easily, but I think it's going to be a somewhat dominant victory for her to finally staple and stamp you know that that shana baszler should finally get some attention in wwe and the women's division because the women's division is lacking i, I feel like depth you've only got bianca and Rhea and charlotte and oscar and that's pretty much it i mean you've got becky of course too but Th- that's it. That- that's the only ones that really stand out because Bailey's doing whatever she's doing with Shotzi right now. As I just watched SmackDown about an hour or so ago, that storyline's going. So we have that with Bailey, but there's nothing real significant coming from her. So you have that, and the rest of the women's division is non-existent. Most of them aren't even on these shows anymore. I haven't seen you know a Candice LeRae or a Mia Yim other than when she's with AJ Styles. She hasn't wrestled in a while. Where the hell's Emma? Like, there's plenty of people right now on their roster that they're just doing nothing with. Where's Dewdrop? There's so many females or Piper Niven, whatever we're calling her now. There's so many. Natalia, even, for that matter. I mean, recently she's been on television. But there's a lot of different females right now in WWE that they're just not using. I mean, not that she's the greatest, but where's Aaliyah? (laughs) I could just keep going on and on and on, and I'm not going to. But you get my point. There's plenty of females that they're not highlighting, not spotlighting, not showcasing. And I just feel like Shayna is one of these ones in that same category where, yeah, they put her, you know, tag titles on her and they've done some stuff with her since she's came to the main roster, but that's all she's been is been in these Franken, you know, Frankenstein typed type tag teams where you put her with Natalia, you put her with this chick, you put her with that chick, you put her with, Shana. it's it, at some point, do something with her. That's my point. But on to the next match, and that's Ricochet versus Logan Paul. I would love to say that I think Ricochet is gonna win this match because I believe he should get his due. I mean, Ricochet is one of the most talented guys they have on the roster, in my opinion, just as a guy that's done this before, and I know what I'm looking at, and I know what I see out there. He can be somewhat of a spot monkey at times, but Ricochet is smooth as silk, And I love what he does in the ring. But when I look at it and I look how WWE has booked things throughout the years. And I'm looking at what Logan Paul has done recently. Didn't win at the Royal Rumble. He didn't, you know, win at at Money in the Bank. He he hasn't won a match since last year's SummerSlam against The Miz. So I think personally, I'm going to have to, as much as I really don't personally care for Logan Paul as a human being or a person. I'm going to have to give the tip of the cap to him. And I think that Logan Paul is going to win just because he needs this. When he lost to Roman, he didn't do nothing at SummerSlam. He lost to Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. So there's a lot of things that Logan Paul has been involved in, but he hasn't been on the winning side of that. So I just think, in my opinion, that this is going to be a night for Logan Paul to shine. Ricochet, I think, is going to have an excellent match with Logan Paul. But at the end, I think Logan Paul is going to win this match and it's going to further some story later on for Logan to go towards a title I would think because what else you going to do with him besides try to put a belt on him whether he wins it or whether he doesn't that's a different story because he didn't get it with Roman either not that he would have because it's Roman and it seems like nobody can beat him but in the meantime in between time I think they have to do something with Logan and you're not going to bring in a, a, a social media influencer and An aspiring athlete like Logan Paul and keep jobbing him out and not, you know, using his ability to grab more eyes on the product and actually use him and actually push him. So Logan Paul is going to win this one. The next match is, I I, I want to say quite possibly the match I'm looking forward to the most. And that is the Intercontinental Championship match where Gunther will be defending the title against Drew McIntyre. I love that Drew's back. I was kind of worried, and I'm still kind of worried because I know there's been the rumors going around with him and this contract, and how he wasn't happy with his booking. And I get that as a person that's wrestled. Sometimes you don't get you're not as excited about what they got you going out there to do. So I understand that, and I'm worried because I like Drew McIntyre in WWE. I think he needs to go heel, personally, but I'm not talking about that. I should be talking about this match. And with this match, there, it's obvious that they're trying to have Grunther break. The Honky Tonk Man's record, and he's not too far off. He's gotten to I believe September, the middle of September or something like that, to break the record. So he's almost there. I mean, it might be the beginning of October. I'm not really sure. Don't quote me on that. Don't get at me in the comments if I'm wrong. But I think maybe late September, early October, the record will be broken, and Gunther will be the the one that has the longest Intercontinental title reign because the Honky Tonk Man's had it since you know the '80s. And it's, I don't want to say it's a joke that he's the guy that has that record, but there's been so many great guys, Angles and Jericho and just Miz even for that matter. There's been a lot of different guys that have had that title and somehow the Honky Tonk Man's record stood up and I think Guther's the perfect guy to break that record. So I think Gunther is going to win this match against Drew McIntyre. I think this might be the match that steals the show personally in my opinion just because at least for me, because I like these type of beefy matches where these guys just get out there and just beat the entire life out of each other. So I know when I watch this, I'm going to be sitting up, ready to watch every single second of this one because I know it's going to just tear the house down. Next match after that is going to be the women's championship match, the triple threat, where Oscar will be defending the title against Bianca Belair and Charlotte Flair. This was a toss-up. I mean... I I don't think Bianca's going to win. She just recently lost it, so I don't see her getting it back. But we have the Charlotte Flair factor, and she could always just kind of swoop in and, you know, get the win. But I don't think Asuka's gotten her just due in these last, you know, several years, basically her entire run. I mean, yeah, they've given her titles, and she's been tag title and Raw SmackDown champion, and she's held everything SmackDown and Raw, and she's done it all. I get it. But usually with her title reigns, especially when she's had a singles title, they're not that long, they're not that memorable. And it's usually she's either a transitional champion or she has it for a short period of time and it's basically a meaningless title reign because you can tell that the company is not placing any importance on her reign and focusing stories on her, like they do a lot with the women's division, unless you're Charlotte or Bianca or Becky, or or right now mommy, Rhea Ripley, the rest of you guys kind of fall to the wayside, or I should say gals fall to the wayside with this. And if you're not one of these ladies I just named, you're not going to get spotlighted as much. And I feel like with Asuka, that's been the exact thing that's been going on with her. I think she's super talented. And if I had to pick who I think's going to win, because I don't think it's going to be Charlotte either, if it's me booking it, but I don't think it's going to be Charlotte. I think... The way they've done things with Asuka and Eosky, Sky, there's something there. And I don't know if somehow maybe Asuka wins the triple threat and either Penn's Bianca or Charlotte, and maybe we see a cash in by Eosky Sky and we end the night with Eosky Sky leaving that match or leaving that part portion of the show. As the WWE Women's Champion, who knows? But for me picking the actual match, I think Asuka. Now, into our next match, and that is for the World Heavyweight Championship, and that's Seth Rollins defending against Finn Balor. I feel like this is Finn's time. I'm not even going to waste time on this one. Um, I, I feel like Finn, and, and I know I heard reports earlier this year that leading into WrestleMania, they were thinking about you know wanting, I don't want to say strap the rocket, but... They were going to heavily push Finn Balor and the way the judgment day is working out right now. And with the whole dynamic of Damian priest holding that case, and I mean, hell, we might see two cash ins in the same night, who knows that could, that would be a first I would think. So that could be something huge. They do at SummerSlam is a double cash in. I don't see it happening. I think what would be better is to have that Finn Balor wins this match against Seth Rollins becomes the heavyweight champion. And now you've got the heavyweight champion and the money in the bank, senor money in the bank, Damian Priest, holding the briefcase to where he's kind of always looking at Finn. And and Finn's kind of always looking over his shoulder. So I think that's a great dynamic, and it seems like they're going to put a whole lot more focus with the Judgment Day since the bloodline's no longer a thing anymore. You've got to have that one dominant, prominent group. And it seems like the judgment day is going to be that. And to make them a little bit more important than they already are. I think it would make sense for them to have all the gold and the briefcase is just an interesting dynamic scenario situation that they would have with that. So I think Finn Balor is going to win this match because you'll have Finn with the heavyweight title. You'll have Damian priest with the briefcase mommy with the women's title on, on, on raw. And then you have Dominic Mysterio's weaselly little ass on the backside of all this with the North American ch- title from NXT. So I think this is exactly what they need to do. It's kind of the same thing they did with the bloodline, but a little bit different with the money in the bank briefcase and the whole cash in scenario. So I think Seth Rollins has been a good champion. It's obvious it's still a secondary consolation prize belt, just the way It's being presented. Seth's doing the best he can with that. But I think Seth's title reign is gotten kind of stale. And this would be, granted, he hasn't had it that long, I know. But I think this would be the perfect time. Give it to Finn. Give him his revenge win from what happened years ago at the SummerSlam where he blew out his shoulder and all that stuff that went down where he got injured and had to relinquish the, um, the undisputed title the very next night. So I think that's what should happen. I think Finn should win. So I guess we'll see tomorrow night. But again, we'll go back to the next one. And that's Cody Rose versus Brock Lesnar. I mean, Brock could easily win this match because it's Brock. And, and it is an interesting match. I'm surprised there's no stipulation on this one. Just the way this this rivalries went. I'm not going to say it's a blood feud or anything. but It's close. But you would think two matches previously. One was kind of Cody we not i won't say weaseled his way into a win but he lucked into beating brock lesnar the first time and then the second time brock beating even though he didn't tap yes Brock still beating so we have two wins one for cody one for brock leading into this rubber match that i wish had some kind of stipulation whether it was last man strap match chain match cage match hell in the cell match something i think this match needed something a little bit extra special just to put a little more gravitas to it. But they, they're they not doing that, it appears, unless they do a last-minute announcement before the show. But it looks like it's just going to be a standard singles match. And it's obvious that they're, they're still telling the story with Cody Rose. So I would think that this is going to be that staple, that statement win for Cody. I think this is going to be that win where he beats him, and not dominantly or... Like anything like that, I, I think he should beat him with the crossroads, of course. But it, I mean, he, he I think it's going to be one of these matches just like the first match that he won against Brock Lesnar, that he kind of wins it by the skin of his teeth, but he still wins it convincingly. That's what I think is going to happen with that. And finally, into the main event, our tribal combat match, the undisputed WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns will be defending against Jey Uso. I love the momentum that Jay Uso has got going on right now. I love that the fans are so behind him, but it's a bloodline match. So, you know, there's going to be shenanigans at the end. We know something is going to happen. Whether it's Jimmy comes back, whether it's a family member, like Rikishi shows up, whoever, whatever, who knows, you know, solo is going to get involved. Cause this match is no disqualification. So that just leaves the door wide ass open for them to do whatever they want in this match. So it's obvious there's gonna be some some kind of shenanigans, some kind of BS that goes on at the end of this match to do what I think is gonna happen, is and that'll be give Roman the win. As much as I would love to see Jay win the title, just like Sammy wasn't the guy, just like Kevin Owens wasn't the guy, and for the moment, just like Cody Rose wasn't the guy, I really don't think Jay's the guy. I did, like I said, I just watched SmackDown about an hour or so ago, And Jay is over. He is over. He is over like Rover, but I'm sorry, much as I love him. He's not the guy. And I don't think he's going to be that guy. And Roman, I think it's going to be an awesome match. Don't get me wrong. I think most of these matches on this card from top to bottom are going to be great other than probably the battle Royal because it's a battle Royal. And those are just basically punching and kicking. But I think that this match will be good for jay because this is just another match he can do on his own it's not a tag match because like I, like with the usos they've always been primarily known as a tag team and this is gonna yet again stand out like the matches that him and roman had in the pandemic those matches were great now they get to do this in front of fans and i'm i'm looking forward to see how it all plays out because like i said it could be jimmy that cost Jay this match or accidentally for that matter it might be on purpose or accidental could be solo could be another family member who knows what's going on there might for all we know there could be a new member of the bloodline joining we don't know but it's going to be interesting to see but you guys let me know what you guys think before I get off here please subscribe to this channel make sure you like subscribe share this video hit that notification icon so you don't miss out on any new content and also Subscribe to my other channel, the Mark and the Fan Wrestling Podcast, where me and my boy, the Cisco Kid, we talk about everything wrestling. But before I get off here again, make sure you comment in the comments. Let me know what you guys think. Give me your predictions. Or even predict after. Complain after. Comment on this after the fact once the show's over. And whatever the results are, what the results are. And we'll talk about it. Let's talk. Anyway, this has been another edition of the Magnum Report. Thank you for watching. Peace and love. I'm out.